Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. I'm Corey. And today we're going to talk about branding versus marketing. Now, our team has gone through an interesting experiment over the last couple of months of really diving into brand strategy for some of our larger clients and taking a step back and slowing down before we could speed up and move forward. And so today we want to talk about what is the difference between branding and marketing and how can you implement a marketing strategy that reinforces the brand message that you're trying to put out there into the universe and how can you be successful of separating your brand from every other brand down the street. So Corey, you went through a really interesting exercise in the last couple of weeks. Why don't we get started and just kind of talk about what is the difference between branding and marketing? Yeah, let's consider this kind of like a uh, branding and marketing 101 course, if you will. So yeah, we all talk about marketing a lot. We all talk about branding a lot. Well, we do. We talk about it a lot. Do. I don't know if other people do. Right. So yeah, if you're listening to this, you have some interest in marketing and medical practice somewhere. But yeah, so big picture, branding is basically just the way a company is perceived by both the people that use it or frequent it or buy from it, use the service, etc. And the non-users. So just sort of knowing that it exists, the perception of it is out there. And marketing is really the activities and the tactics used to influence these purchase or buying decisions. So in other words, a brand is more than just a name or a design or a symbol or a logo. That's not your brand. So if, if you are thinking about doing some quote unquote rebranding at your practice, yeah, some new graphics, that's part of it, but that's not the whole thing. A brand is sort of a feeling or a product that your practice sort of evokes. So I think a really good example of this, just kind of paint the picture for you, is Jeep as an example. So they are all about like freedom and adventure. That's sort of what most people think of when you think of the word Jeep. And so all of their marketing, which is the other side of this, kind of backs that up. They're talking about being on the trail and experiencing what the road has to offer and, and just being free and open, wind in your hair, all of those things. So they're showing you those images in their marketing to back up their brain. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And sometimes when we have a new client come on board or a new practice, we'll say like, what brand is it that really resonates with you? And it doesn't have to be a healthcare brand, but we want to understand from them, what are the brands like that they resonate with? And we have a handful of doctors, especially the younger doctors, it's always going to be Tesla Apple. or Apple yep. or <laughs> someone like that. But that's what the brand is resonating. And it's interesting because when you've got an older brand and we have to do a refresh, refresh that we have to be really careful of the way that we refresh it. And I think that setting those early on kind of brand standards, what you land on something is so important because that's how you protect the brand. You know, we have a client that's using a lot 
with, I might be getting too much in the weeds, but using a lot of like orange in their colors. And the orange went from bright orange to a little bit of a darker orange. And then there's been a couple instances where I pay attention to the brand standard so closely. And I feel like they're using too much orange and to the point that if you put some green with it and some yellow, it would look like my grandmother's couch. So Hmm. it's that type of thing that you have to really be protective of the brand, but setting the standard from day one is the best exercise and the best spend of your time and energy and money. Because once you do that, you're ready to hit the ground running with your marketing efforts later. Right. Yeah. That's a great point. You want to have these things sort of in place from a branding perspective first, and then the marketing will follow that. Because if you do it the other way around, you put the cart before the horse, then you're going to just wind up with every single ad that you do looks slightly different. Sometimes you use this blue in, in the top right corner. Sometimes it's not there at all. And if you actually take a step back and look at these things, you're going to, if you were to print out all of these things without having any sort of like brand standard. Which is a great exercise to do. Yeah. You would go, oh, wow, man, we are all over the place. Yep. And if you think that, imagine if someone's paying attention and they're trying to make a healthcare decision, well, what's going to go through their head? Like, well, they can't even put like an ad or a consistent message together. Why would I trust them to cut me open? We had somebody come to us this week. You probably remember this conversation, Corey. And they were like reviewing a bunch of stuff that we had sent them. And they came back and they were like, yeah, I just don't see the creativity here. Mm-hmm. And you had a really good point. You're like, well, you don't see the creativity because we're early on in this process. You're looking at it all together. So it looks very much the same. But what we're doing here is helping create a brand for you. And the end user, aka the patient, is not going to see this in the same way that you're seeing it right now. And we're reinforcing this brand that we're helping you create. And it's such an important exercise to do from the beginning, because if you don't get it right, it's going to like go backwards in all the efforts that you're making, because people aren't going to recognize you when they see you. Yeah. And one of the things that you can do when you're trying to come up with this brand, if you've never done anything like this before, just start with one question. And it's how does my practice help patients achieve their desired result? So just answer that. And that's going to work to create your brand, because everything that you're going to do is going to back that up and answer that question. Yeah, so, absolutely. And like what and like what Jen was saying where and like what Jen was saying where a lot of the younger doctors specifically they all say the same thing. Well, I want to be like Tesla. I want to look like Apple. Well, the truth is that those are two of the biggest companies in the world and you're not going to look like them because they throw millions upon millions of dollars to look the way that they do and to be perceived the way that they are. So you're not going to get there on a shoestring budget. But if you sort of extrapolate the idea there, what they're saying is I want to I want to be known as like leading edge, clean. I don't want a giant block of orange on my ad, <laughs> like what Jen was saying. So there's just some considerations that you have to think about as you you are developing a brand and then into your marketing. And then speaking of considerations, there's a couple things that we'd like to separate them into three different areas. So one is like sort of the realities of what patients are looking for, what they need, right? So they are looking for a solution to their problem. That's a reality. Then there's the perception, which is what they want. So they want this solution to be easy. They want it to be clean. They want to feel like they're not a number, whatever that may be. And then the third one is kind of unseen to the patients on some levels, but that's sort of the internal culture. That's the management. That's the employee engagement. 
And so when you combine this reality of their needs, the perception of their wants and the unseen of the culture of the practice, that comes together and that's the brand that you have right now. So if you think about it, or if you write down one sentence that addresses the needs, the wants and the culture, and you look at that, um, you know, does it add up to what you want it to be? And where doesn't it add up? And that's a great place to start with your brand. Are you ready to make marketing easier? Join Dr. Marketing Tips Lab to unlock awesome tools and coaching from the experts you hear every week on this podcast. Hi, my name is Christiana Oyungchi, and I'm the Dr. Marketing Tips Lab Community Manager. My job is to make sure you know about all the great features Lab has to offer and to answer questions you may have. Speaking of features, your Lab membership comes with tons of marketing templates, checklists, webinars, how-to guides, and even a monthly coaching call with Corey, Jennifer, and the entire Dr. Marketing Tips podcast team. Learn more and sign up at drmarketingtipslab.com to streamline your marketing and kickstart practice growth today. That's drmarketingtipslab.com. See you in the lab soon. Yeah, I think those are really good points. And I think that oftentimes people are just looking for a place to start because when you talk about branding versus marketing, marketing is very tactical and coming up with a place to start relatively easy, but branding is much more big picture, 40,000 feet in in the air. And you're looking at it from a a completely different standpoint. And so coming up with a place to start is point number one. Yeah. And like I said, if you can answer that one question of like, what do you provide? for your patients and then look at what you know that they need. And then you can also put yourself in their shoes and say, well, what do they want? And then how are we missing the mark on those things? Once you start to adjust and course correct, you'll see that the brand will kind of come into view there. And I think a good place to start as you write out these things and formulate a plan on what you're actually going to do here. Great place to start is with employees because if the employees don't buy in, it doesn't matter what you want the brand to be, it's never gonna get there. And the way to get employees to buy in and like admire what you're doing and believe your core values and your mission is really just provide services and results that they're proud of, that they want to tell people about. And if you start there and actually establish a a baseline, and then again, go back to the needs and the wants and the culture and measure yourself against trying to improve these things, you'll see a definite change in your brand. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that the perception of the brand is on one side, it's how the community sees the brand. I mean, if we're really talking about branding and we're talking about an individual medical practice, it's how the community perceives your brand. And so you're really trying to put your best foot forward and have a strategy related to how you want the community to see you. And then separately, like you said, the employees are so involved in this process. It's the things that are happening within your office. Those are impacting the way that the community also sees your brand. So you can't look at it with just a branding exercise and we want to be like Tesla. You have to actually walk the walk and, and talk the talk to make that all come together. And I think that big picture branding exercises and taking a step back are so valuable, valuable so that you're putting your best foot forward and so that you can compete. And it would be a valuable exercise for anybody to go through. And it doesn't take a lot of money. It just takes a little bit of brain power and energy and getting everybody on the same page. Yeah. And again, once you can figure out the, the branding is the hard part, the marketing 
is, is just the tactical part. So once you have the brand figured out, you know what it's going to look like and sound like and feel like, or at least what you want it to look like and sound like and feel like, then you're just sort of putting pen to paper and executing on tactics to reach your ideal audience. And that's the marketing side of it. That's when that comes into play. So that's your social media posts, what your website looks like. If you're doing any PR out in the community, referral visits, brochures, all of those things kind of fall under the marketing side but they are being directed by the brand. And that's the, the, the culture, the demographics, the history, the values, all of those things coming together to make up whatever that leading message is for your practice. And that message is what separates you from the competitor down the street. Yeah. And with that said, anybody, for the most part, anybody can do your marketing, but not anybody is thinking about it big picture from a branding and a strategy standpoint and how it all ties together. If you're a small practice, but you want to put your best foot foot out there and be a little bit like the hospitals and as professionals as the big brands out there, then you need a team that is thinking about the these things moving forward. And if there's one thing that you're going to take away from this, it's make the investment in talking about your brand early on and making sure that you are aligning with your brand strategy with what you want to be perceived out there into the community. Make sure that your visuals look that way, that your slogans are all aligned, that you're training your employees to be on brand and on message. If you can do that, then everything else will come together. Absolutely. That's a great point. Yeah. So once you have that brand, then you have to put things in place to protect it because again, no one is going to pay attention until they're paying attention. And once they're paying attention, you can't unsee it. So if you're not protecting the brand and you know, you're just firing off ads in different directions, then it's not going to be cohesive and it will come back to bite you. Awesome. Good stuff, Corey. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks a bunch. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.